Hey everybody, it's Dylan and Jesse and the Dillian, the Dillian, the Dylan and Jesse show. So we're excited for you. It's the holiday time. Oh yeah, I'm wearing my my nice uh, my nice sweat sweater vest. I like it and long sleeves. We've had some cold weather here around Houston lately. Yeah. Some crazy fog this week. Oh, crazy. That was pretty nuts. Did you happen to see any of the pictures from the yeah, fog in downtown? It was amazing. It was crazy. It was, it, was, it was like you couldn't see very far, but the pictures everyone took that I saw on social media was really incredible. Yeah. But anyways, it is our Christmas edition of the Dylan and Jesse show. We want to thank you for uh, all your support and all of you coming to watch us uh, put on a little spectacle of enjoyment and all the great news that we have here in real estate around Houston and around the world. Yes. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you all. Um, in addition to the Christmas kind of uh, tradition, which we'll end up be talking about, we got a few other topics that's going to spice up your holiday season here. Uh, a little bit of real estate and just some fun things that are happening here in Houston. I like it. Like normal. All the good things are happening here. Exactly. All right. I'm just going to jump right into it. You know, it's the holidays. It's doing a little something quirky and different. So uh, I got like a minute here that I'm going to discuss some of the hot things and hot deals that are happening really around Houston. So first, one of them is HEB uh, is building a mixed-use uh, development in the Kingwood area. Uh, this news, by the way, is coming from Business Now Houston. Hmm. Costco purchased 150 acres in Katy, that's and that's going to replace uh, the planned Pintail Crossing uh, mixed-use facility. Another little hot tip, McDermott International is inking a deal right now for a full building lease in the energy corridor. This is pretty Jesus. crazy. Uh, McDermott International is a contractor here in the Houston area, and they have uh, 1,700 employees that are coming to this building. They're renting the full building. Uh, so it's good to see uh, uh, here a uh, large international company building expanding space. Initially, in the energy corridor. Oh yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite awesome. things is seeing the, the skyline of the energy corridor, uh, and especially as all the new big buildings pop up and just all the changing colors, especially with the uh, excuse me, the Memorial City Mall. Yeah, yeah, it's, I love that sky. I love what they do with the Memorial City Mall during Christmas. Yeah, too. and then the crown that's too, awesome. and how it changes color. Yeah. So if you guys haven't checked that out or been to any of our local malls. Uh, the Galleria looks uh, extra festive. Yeah. They had the tree lighting a few weeks ago, which is, uh, I went by it the other day, all the people ice skating, and everyone just seems <laughs> happier awesome. this time of year. So I really appreciate that, just walking around, and people are really enjoying themselves. Yeah. Uh, just on the opposite end, usually in August, people are like, oh, tired of this heat. I'm just glad I'm here in the Galleria. The 105 <laughs> degree heat, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that, and that uh, McDermott is moving into a building off of North Owl Ridge there. Okay. So awesome. good local news here, a little expansion. Uh, we're going to get in some other news with some other good things happening in our suburb communities as well. Uh, next, uh, Houston is actually named uh, the most affordable Texas freelancing city. Really? Is that why I just see all the coffee houses packed? Exactly. That's <laughs> just how it is. Yeah. Free space <laughs> to work. So uh, this article states that Houston is the most affordable Texas market for freelancing That's when awesome. it comes to paying for a co-working space uh, and apartments. Um, so what this kind of means is that uh, more 
co-working space, such as um, one of this places is, I think, is it Squarespace or what's the, the co-working space they call? I think I have it here in the article. Um, I'm trying to remember all of them. Anyways, there's a whole bunch of co-working spaces here in Houston where many entrepreneurs, freelancers come in and rent, whether it be a desk, office space, conference cool. rooms. Um, and so here in Houston, it's a $32 Per hour, which is based on a 40-hour work week, uh, on a 34-hour uh, work week to afford the co-working space plans. Awesome. Uh, so this study expresses the cheaper the cheapness where Dallas and Fort Worth are actually more expensive. So, oh, wow. for example, Austin wow. is $43 uh, per hour fees, and then uh, Dallas is uh, around 37. Um, okay. For the fees of those ones, so that's interesting to note is that. As technology advances and entrepreneurs become more prominent and people finding their particular level of service, there's actually a space where they can go instead of working at home or in their bedroom or in their garage, you have your own co-working space. That's awesome. And it kind of reminds me of a concept of in- incubators. Yeah. Uh, I think this was popular for a time period, but not as much Especially anymore. Especially in California. That's yeah, where people just come into a space and um, feed off each other's energy. And uh, so seeing that kind of atmosphere can be helpful for those that are starting their own business or some sort of mentorship. So keep an eye out on that. Um, All you freelancers come to Houston and share all your wonderful (laughs) ideas and pay no state income tax while you're at it. (laughs) little pitch here for you. And if you're uh, looking for a place to live, talk to Dylan. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. Buy rent or sell. Buy rent, sell. <laughs> so all the good things. Or if you need a commercial space, we can help you with that too. Yeah, I like it. Very good. So thank you, Jesse, for the little plug there. <laughs> uh, one of our hottest communities, uh, Katie, um, all of our other suburbs are giving love to you as well, is that it's the holiday season, the Woodlands, Sugarland, and the Woodlands, the bigger communities. But Katie in particular, they're building this wonderful new development near the Katie Mills Mall, which is super exciting, I think, yeah. uh, is the Katie Boardwalk District. That's awesome. So Katie couldn't get any bigger. I know. <laughs> so this, this, this boardwalk is going to be south of uh, Katie Mills Mall just a little bit. And many inner loop uh, businesses such as Boss Cat and Star awesome. Pizza awesome. are uh, putting facilities or restaurants out in, those area, in that area uh, as that builds. So that's super exciting as well. And if you guys haven't seen the pictures yet of this, this is truly incredible. It's There's going to be a hotel, there's the boardwalk, and it's actually on like a lake or a big <laughs> pond, if you will. That's awesome. Um, kind of like uh, off 59 near Sugarland. Okay. They have the uh, Saltgrass and all those oh, restaurants yeah, yeah, along yeah. there, kind of by Smart Financial-ish, or I guess outside Beltway. Um, and seeing things of that nature uh, in Katy... Sign or good signs of growth and prosperity. So especially Boscat's going out there. Yeah, oh, Boscat's a super good uh, whiskey locker restaurant. Have good food, burgers, yep. stuff like that. And they have BCK here in the Heights. They have that yeah. as well. So that's going to be a 90 acres nature preserve, and it's going to showcase all the green space, um, and which we've actually talked about in previous episodes that. Just really in the Houston area, we're seeing a lot more green space pop up. I know last time we talked about the area uh, near Midtown and Downtown. And then, of course, all the parks really uh, rejuvenizing after Harvey and the past droughts. Um, I know the 
Memorial Park was really effective, especially during the drought when they lost all the trees. Um, so that's exciting too, actually, to know is the, the expansion onto uh, Memorial Park is on the east side of the park. They've expanded the path. And additionally, they have a lake as well. I think that's going on over there for some of their future plans. That's really and cool. one of their future plans, I know they would like to build a land bridge, but they weren't entirely sure if that was going to happen mm. or between the south side and the north side. So very good things, again, happening here, Houston in our local suburbs, not directly in Houston, because a lot of these people that live in the suburbs come into the city and work or enjoy a lot of the other entertainment yeah. things as well. And to see these things really indicates the prosperity. And to see it around this time of year is good news and especially brings high hopes and Agreed. wonderful holiday spirit as well. Agreed. And what else can we talk about, Jesse? You know, there's just one talk about we our topic we talk about every week. Um, it always makes me really hungry. <laughs> so right now it's restaurant of the week. I love it. Do you have anything special? I do actually. So what we talked about before, yeah, Saprika, awesome place. Yeah. But as I was thinking, I actually hit up BB Lemon. Okay. Last week. Interesting. It's owned by uh, the folks that own B and B Butcher. Okay. But it's yeah. more of a like a cafe kind of spot and it's yeah. right across the street from uh b&b butcher where the old caddy shack okay so on, on west uh, i mean washington on washington know. and rather than give you mints at the end of your meal they give you lemon heads oh and it is outstanding best patty melt i've ever had in my life patty melt it was mm, amazing interesting yeah i remember the patty melts when i got in like high school and like was never really good it's yeah. like what's really in <laughs> what's in the burger all of a sudden you cut it open and it's just like cheese gushing oh yeah oh. um well, cool. Yeah, That's BB awesome. Lemon, outstanding. I went to uh, over by Pinkerton's up here. I just went to the uh, Mexican restaurant. Oh, Tia Tequacan. Tequacan. Yeah. I had that. Uh, they have super good queso. Oh, yeah. Guacamole is pretty good as well. I had uh, fajitas. Okay. Much special. I've never had their fajitas. These it, was, it was a good restaurant. Good. Good restaurant. Good. Trying something different. Yeah. I always like Pinkerton as, as well. Pretty creative with their well, you know. restaurant. The new kolache shop just opened yeah. on the 11th and Yale. Okay. And they have a kolache with Pinkerton's brisket, eggs, I, I and saw, cheese. Yeah, I saw that on social. It's ridiculously good. And I've, been, I've been wanting to try it so bad. It closes it too. It closes that too. I'm going to have to make oh, an effort to get there. It's so good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Who cannot uh, not miss uh, brisket in the morning? Right. That's or brisket at lunchtime or brisket at supper Pinkerton's. time. <laughs> and Pinkerton's <laughs> is delicious. Yes. And to add to the restaurant of the week, um, uh, Jackie, J- Jesse actually has the inn. He's yeah. actually been, he was at this place early. Um, <laughs> Finn Hall. Uh, yes. It's adding to the menagerie of other, um, uh, what, what's that word they use for um, the, the food halls? Yeah. The food halls. Yeah, that's what they call them. So, like the conservatory or uh, the Bravery Chef Hall and the Lyric Market, uh, be, they've added another one. It's been open a couple of weeks now. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, and they've weeks. got quite a few great restaurants as well. Uh, to name a few here, there is uh, Amaya Coffee. They have the Good & Company, Low Tide, which is a seafood restaurant, Mr. Nice Pie, uh, Dish Society, uh, Mala Burger, uh, yeah, Craft Burger, Sit Low, which is a rustic Vietnamese restaurant, Oddball Eats, uh, which is a Mediterranean concept. This one is one of the little hard for me, <laughs> to, but I, I think I got it. It's uh, Young St. Jocks, 
It's a craft beer and curated wine bar. And then lastly, a swallow's nest. And from what you're telling me, this is actually like an art deco uh, cocktail bar. And you're telling yeah. me they have a special feature where you can kind of like order from the other restaurants? Yeah. So you actually you sit down at a table, yeah. which it's the seating there is a little sketch. Okay. And I mean, you have to kind of get there and hope yeah. that you get a seat. But uh, at the Swallow's Nest, you sure. actually get to get waited on. Okay. And they have all the menus from all the different spots. Okay. And um, you don't have to go stand in line. Yeah. But my favorite one, because I got to try most of those, but Low okay. Tide was by far one of my favorite places. And it's owned uh, by my friend Allie, who owns Harold's on 19th. Oh, wow. And uh, they do fresh seafood, and uh, it, it is fresh. It's good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to try that. I, I've been looking for a good seafood restaurant here locally it's, that was not necessarily Cajun, somewhere, whether it be the Mediterranean or just kind of just a seafood restaurant. And you would love the Kraft uh, Burger, too. Oh. It used to be a food truck. Okay. And um, now they're in the brick, well, kind of brick and mortar. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really good. Okay. Really good. That's awesome. I'm, and I actually had a good recommendation for uh, the, the fish market uh, uh, in the Galleria that I should try as well. Awesome. So that'll be all for our restaurant of the week. But let's get into the topic of the show. And it's going to be our Christmas traditions. Okay. Um, and for me, after coming off Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, just to the time of the year and to eat amazing oh, food as well and be in family's company. Uh, <laughs> but tr- Christmas is really up there and having that Christmas spirit and Christmas traditions are important. And uh, for me in particular, I know when I was younger, of course, it was going to the grandparents' house or the great-grandparents' house. Um, but our, our family tradition was, of course, we would always go get a Christmas tree. Yes. Uh, a live Christmas tree. Yes. And it wasn't until later now that we've all kind of moved apart where we don't really have... Well, maybe we'll do a palm tree, a small palm tree, <laughs> or uh, uh, an out-of-the-box Christmas tree. But what are some of your Christmas traditions in addition? So we actually... My family still gets our Christmas tree. Okay. Uh, my, my little sister will fly down from uh, the Carolinas yeah. and we'll literally go out, cut down a Christmas tree, yeah. spend the day. We'll bring some wine, crackers, cool. and hang out. Um, we also do a... Uh, we call it Christmas on Creekwood. That's okay. The road that my parents live on. Okay. And um, it's two other families, and we go for uh, one house for uh, uh, just appetizers, the other yeah. for the main course, and the third for dessert. And we do like a white elephant. Okay. But now my Christmas tradition is my wife's birthday. Yeah. Is December twenty fifth, Christmas. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, now it's wrapping <laughs> birthday presents and Christmas presents. But, yeah. a, there you go. <laughs> How about yourself? What's, you said um, they're getting the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, we always get the Christmas tree, and we always had particular special ornaments uh, when we would get a Christmas tree. There was this uh, there was this spider that uh, was made out of, like, uh, gold, gold-plated, not necessarily gold crusted, but it was gold, had, like, little gold legs, and it was, uh, like, white little... Uh, sequences on it and we had to hide the spider and every every day someone who hid the spider before would let everyone else look for it oh, so yeah. we'd, we'd do that within the christmas tree and each day up to christmas we would find and move the spider around depending on who found it that day um of course we always had a christmas star that we would place on the tree did you guys do an angel or a star we had an angel and it's okay. uh it's looking pretty raggedy right now because it was actually my folks. It was their very first angel they bought when they uh, okay. were dating. Yeah. So it's been around for awesome. 36 years now or something. That's incredible. Yeah. And then, of course, we do our more traditional Christmas. Was, uh, was always on Christmas Day at our house where it was just the interior family. Or, or, and, we of course, we'd open gift, gifts and have our cookies for Santa Claus. 
Um, and then usually the days after Christmas, we would go to our the other family. Um, awesome. And yeah, I remember definitely as a child, we would always go to the the tree the tree place and cut down our tree and uh, maybe get a sleigh ride or go feed the reindeer. Always uh, sit with Santa Claus and uh, of course have candy canes, things of that nature. So it was always a, a great, peaceful time and truly enjoy the interior family and everyone's company um, and just be thankful for our wonderful lives and and uh, the birth of Jesus, if that's the tradition you follow. So mm-hmm. um, those things are part of our tradition, um, I guess, along the holidays as well. Uh, sometimes we, did, we didn't really do Advent calendar. I guess we did sometimes. Advent calendars and uh, what other things would we do? Um, we always had, uh, have you ever had spritz cookies? Yeah. Spritz cookies. Those were always one of my favorite cookies. And <laughs> you'd have the green dough and the, 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 the little gun thing you'd use. Yeah. And so making cookies like that. We never really did gingerbread or anything like that. Fair. We usually do spritz cookies and sugar cookies. And when we'd go over to my grandma's house, she was, oh my gosh, she's the... The godmother of cookies. She just she's always made it, when it comes to the holidays. She's always cooking. She's always awesome. cooking endless amounts of cookies, and it's always for everyone. So she always send you on your way once you leave her house with endless amounts more of cookies, or um, and always with frosting or and those <laughs> have little sprinkles and things of that nature. So those are some of our holiday traditions, and we'd love for you guys to share your holiday traditions as well. What, what you guys did? Is there any particular food that you guys enjoyed? Um, or pie, uh, what did you guys maybe had for, uh, or what did you guys did for gifts? I know uh, as we grew older and um, and you didn't never, never, everyone would share their gifts, we'd do some things of white elephants or um, we'd, we'd do uh, roll the dice for a gift, yeah. um, things of that nature. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to add to that, Justin? Any other traditions that you could think of? I'm good. And oh, you're yeah. going to be having a lot yeah. more traditions here in the upcoming <laughs> year, I bet. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. We want to wish you all a happy holidays and a wonderful new year. We're going to be picking it up in the beginning of January sometime, probably in between um, the 8th and uh, the 15th or somewhere in there for our next episode. Uh, we, we look forward to seeing you in the new year. We trust that you'll have a safe and wonderful holidays and we'll get some exciting new plans that we're going to be rolling out in the new year. So yeah. thank you again. You, guys, you guys enjoy. Happy have holidays. a wonderful day. Bye. Bye-bye.